Hey y'all, welcome or welcome back to the Life Abundant Podcast. My name is Susie and I am so excited and so thankful that you're here. And today I'm going to be talking about something that's, you know, a little more fun and practical, which is worship music. Woo! Um, Worship music is just something that's been so influential in my life. um, And it's something that is really fun and easy to step into if you're kind of looking to incorporate that more in just your day-to-day. Um, and so I'm really excited to talk about, you know, not only my kind of, like, experience or, like, stories um, of how music has, like, kind of shaped my my faith and my walk with the Lord, um, but also give you some little song recommendations. <laughs> um, so this is going to be a bit of a quick episode today, but again, I'm really excited to kind of get into this and, and share it with you. Um, so basically growing up, I was a hashtag musical theater kid. Um, I did like this thing called stages and I was in these shows. Um, I also was in musicals at my middle school. Um, yes, I was Rafiki in The Lion King in eighth grade. Um, and yeah, growing up, I was never like super awesome at sports or, um, you know, I kind of struggled to like fit in a little bit, but what I loved about you know, theater, but more so like singing, um, is that I was really able to like feel good at something and feel confident. Um, and that really helped me kind of navigate, you know, the, the hard, like early years of life. Um, and that was something I really connected with my family on and, you know, even just friends too, like music is so unifying. Um, and, you know, you have a lot of important memories and connections to different songs that you hear growing up. Um, like, I'll never be able to hear the song, like, Payphone without thinking of, like, singing it with my friends at recess because we started a band called Midnight. So, <laughs> yeah, so music was always a really important part of um, my life growing up. Um, and then, like I said, I was really involved with that in middle school. Um, but when I went to high school, I decided to kind of stop doing theater and like choir and all of that stuff. Um, cause I wanted to be a cool girly and I was on the dance team in high school and I just kind of wanted to get more involved in other activities. Um, which I always kind of wonder like what would have happened if I would have kept up with it, but that's not what happened. So don't want to dwell on it, but yeah, I kind of stepped away from that aspect of my life that I really enjoyed and that like I said gave me a lot of confidence and was something that I was good at to kind of try something new and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that um but basically I kind of went the next two years like my first two years of high school without that like what felt like a major component of my life I remember I would be so excited for when um my parents like were gone or like I was home alone and I would literally have like a note on my phone of songs that I wanted to sing like when I was home alone and like could just belt um since you've been gone by Kelly Clarkson was in fact one of those songs um <laughs> so so yeah that was awesome um and yeah if you know other parts of my story you kind of know that my sophomore year of high school was like a really big turning point in my life um And towards the beginning of that time, I was, like, at a really, really low point and just really struggling um, with, like, identity, with my purpose, with confidence. Um, But I had recently gone on a trip to L.A. with 
some girls from my iconic dance team and one of them was very willing and open and like sharing her faith with me which got me really interested in the whole like christian church thing and again i i believe i've talked about that before if not like that's like a whole other podcast within itself but basically like that got me a little bit motivated to kind of try the whole like churchy thing out and i remember the same summer i was going on a family trip to seattle and i just remember this because i remember sitting in the back seat of this like van that we had rented as we were driving to mount rainier and listening to like a worship playlist on spotify because i was like if i'm gonna do this whole christian thing like i need to make sure i'm on the music grind um and i the song that like sticks out to me the most about these initial like few weeks was hills and valleys by Torin wells which like i don't really listen to like many of his songs now but I remember that was like a song I was listening to on repeat when I was on this trip because like I related to it in a way that I've never been able to relate to a song before you know like Payphone by Maroon 5 like sure there's some like themes in that song I can like get behind but like at the end of the day I was like 15 I didn't have like a love of my life that I was (laughs) missing or anything and so I I just remember listening to it especially like going up to the mountains of Seattle and like being in the scenery of like wow, like, there really are, like, a lot of hills and valleys to my life, um, what does this mean, you know, and it just kind of got me thinking a lot deeper, but I remember that as, like, one of the first moments that I really, um, like, listened to worship music, and then I got home from that trip, that was in, like, July, and I started going to church, um, with my friends from high school, which is, like, where I continue to go to church, um, for the next few years, and, one of my really good friends, Kalina, was super involved at this church as well. She wasn't even my good friend at the time. I, like, just met her. Um, but I'm not really sure, like, exactly what this situation was, but it sounded like that there had previously been, like, a student worship band at this church. Um, but because people that had, like, graduated or, like, other stuff, um, it, like, wasn't currently active. Um, and she was really, like interested in like getting that started back up again and she had kind of known like through mutual friends um sorry if you just heard my siri go off it was on my apple watch um anyway um i guess she had just known through mutual friends that i sang or like enjoyed that in the past and so she was she's just like one of the like most hospitable like spirit-led people that i know but was like hey like do you want to like start this worship team with us and i was like word okay I just started going to this church like I had no idea like what was going on but I was like okay sure I'll do it um and I remember um there was like a meeting with her um and our friend Mason and Meredith and I couldn't go to it which ended up being good because they kind of spearheaded the whole thing and then I just was kind of like a volunteer in the sense which is good because I did I like wasn't a Christian so like I did not need to be like on the leadership (laughs) of this worship team um but it was just really gracious of them to like let me take that on with them even though I was still kind of figuring my own stuff out um so basically on Sunday mornings um at like our youth service before like the main church service um it was just like the three of us um Kalina's twin brother who would like play guitar um another girl named Laura like some other people you know sporadically here and there 
Um, and we would pick out a few songs during the week and just like lead the, the students in worship on Sundays. Um, and that was just such a cool experience for me because it was introducing just like music and singing back into my life after it had been absent for a while. And again, it just kind of reinstated a lot of that confidence and like self-assuredness. Um, and like I was saying earlier, like worship songs just have such a depth and a beauty to them, even though a lot of them are so simple and repetitive that can just not be explained. Um, and I remember it was challenging because, you know, these people that I was leading with, they had known these songs since they were little kids and it was like nothing to them. And I had to like learn all of them during the week because I didn't come from this background. Like I didn't know them. But that was also really good for me because that meant I was listening to worship music throughout the week, which I'll get into. But I just feel like that truly like transforms your mind and your heart. Um, so that was a really awesome experience. And then I remember there's a song called No Longer Slaves by Bethel Music. And it's such a powerful song. And you know, you'll find that some songs just have, like, such a deep anointing on them, like the song freaking Oceans. Like, that's, like, a meme at this point because everyone knows that song. And even though it's a meme, it still, like, hits different every time because it's just such a powerful song. So the song No Longer Slaves, I feel like, is one of those for me. And every time we sang it, I just, like, had this, like, weird connection to it or, like, people would just get more into it than they did to the other songs that were being led that week. Um, And it was just such such a powerful song anyway but there's this line in it that says um I've been born again into your family your blood flows through my veins and I remember because I would always be super nervous um and would just kind of like look at the words or like look at the microphone while I was leading these songs and would kind of hesitate to look out but I remember like making eye contact with one of my friends while I was singing that line And I just, like, felt that truth, like, wash over me of, wow, like, I had been born again into this family, into this community of people around me, like, and that was one of the first times where I was, like, what I'm singing is true, you know, and that is, like, the most powerful thing about worship music is that it is not just karaoke, it is not just words, it is not just beats or, you know, musical instrumentals, but worship songs are prayers, You know, like when you are lifting those words, when you're lifting those affirmations toward God or when you're putting your heart in that posture to sing, like those words do not go unheard by heaven. Like they they are lifted to the Lord as prayers. He hears every single word. And so even without realizing it, those songs like manifest into your life. So I've been singing this song for weeks and it was like in this moment where I finally realized like, oh my gosh, like I've been praying this. And now it has become true. Like, I truly have been born again into this family, you know? Um, And that's just, like, kind of when I started to take music like that a little bit more seriously. Um, And again, like, it became something I listened to all the time. And I would share playlists with my friends. I would create my own playlists. Like, I was always listening um, to this music. And I remember... um, like I again I've talked about on this podcast I had an eating disorder and I remember seeing my dietitian and telling her about like my relationship with like working out in the gym and something that had been really helpful for me was working out to worship music and I don't even think I was like working out to like hymns or anything like that like no there's a lot of music out there that's like 
really upbeat and fun and full of energy or um yeah it's just like a good vibe for the gym which again I can get into um and I was I was just telling her that and my dish my dietitian was like wait you're a Christian and I was like yes and she was like wait I am too I just like don't normally I'm not normally able to talk about that with my clients and I was like oh vibes um and that like became such a huge like transition in my life was working out not like for my own aesthetic but to glorify God and to have that hour of my day not only you know working out and like refining my body and doing something that's strengthening good for me but also like dedicating that time towards meditating on like worship and who the Lord is and his goodness and like my relationship and need for him too um so just these like pockets of of glory in my life kind of started to pop up when I introduced this type of music um and then my freshman year of college um obviously I wasn't like at the church I was going to in high school anymore and it was also COVID so like even church services like weren't really the same and so this was kind of yet another time in my life where I wasn't like singing or didn't have that kind of component in my day-to-day and I just think it's very significant that like some of the like most challenging seasons of my life or where I kind of was the furthest away from God not in the sense that he had moved but that I was kind of running away from that um was when I didn't have like worship or or like song in my life um so yeah I had like a tough freshman year um again like wasn't really involved in like worship or you know I would try to like sing in my car sometimes but like that was really it um and then uh going into my sophomore year I was interning at the church that I work at now and I was um I remember I met the worship pastor and he's like one of my besties love him so much his name is Joe and um I remember the first day I met him and like he was so cool and like you know he has like a cool outfit like just like a swag about him and I remember just like meeting him talking to him and then just praying like Lord I want to like lead worship with this guy like I want to I want to sing on Sunday mornings but like I don't I don't know if that's even like a thing like I don't know if that's possible and the next week he came in to talk to me and my boss at the time Jake and then we were just all like chatting and Jake was like oh you know Susie Sings and which is funny because I used to have an Instagram account in sixth grade called Susie Sings um and Joe was like oh word like give me your phone number and that same day, he, like, added me to the software that they use to kind of plan the services. And he was like, okay, come to the church tomorrow, and we can go through a few songs, and we'll get you up there leading worship. And it literally just happened in, like, literally a few days. And so I was just so excited just because it was such an answer to prayer and, like, was something that I really, really wanted to do. Um, and that experience has just been like life-changing um being able to lead worship like for for the congregation um and it's it's equally as comforting as it is challenging because sometimes you look out and you well sometimes like just personally like you're so moved by the songs like you're not even aware of the people around you it's just such intimate time with God um and also sometimes you look out and you see that other people are feeling the exact same way which is really encouraging 
But other times you look out and people, like, aren't into it at all. Or they're just kind of standing there, like, silent. And you're just like, ah, this is so awkward. But it's challenging the way of acknowledging, okay, just because that person doesn't look like they're super into the song doesn't mean that they aren't. Like, they just might have a different posture of worship. And it also challenges you of, like, okay, am I, like, worshiping or am I performing? You know? And that's a huge point of differentiation, you know? Um, as a As a leader, like, as a singer, like in that context your role is to lead others in worshiping god like you like you yourself want to disappear and just make a space that is like open and available to to free worship you know and so if you start concerning yourself with what people think or with how they might be reacting that just that just takes you off course and that that makes it a performance and not and not true worship um so again that's like a whole other podcast but that was really powerful for me. Um, and throughout these like years of how that's evolved um, in like my role in worship, like different songs have been very poignant at different times. Um, and you know, I love like the big and like powerful songs that we sing on a Sunday morning at Bonham, where I am now. But also sometimes I just really crave like a simple hymn that I would sing back in high school when I was leading worship at my youth group, you know. Um, and a song that really like summarized that well is called Old Church Basement by Elevation Worship. And it kind of like tells the story in the song about like starting off basically, like I said, small, like leading in like or like worshiping in like an old church basement. Um, but how it's like the same hallelujah that's felt on like a bigger stage you know um so worship music has just been something like so influential in my walk with the lord like i said because it is a prayer and it also was just so unifying like some of my like top 10 favorite moments of all time have been when i've been with like the students that i work with at bonham and we just kind of spontaneously like break out into worship like there was one time at a camp we were all in this like old chapel and one of our students had a guitar and we all just sang together for like an hour. And I remember by the end of it, people were just like on their knees, like just so moved by what the spirit was doing. And I remember like doing worship on the beach in high school um, or like now um, some of my friends will lead it in the chapel, like at the college, like I'm at now at SLU. Um, and it's just something that really is such a mark of community and of just, like unification and oneness in the spirit um and I truly believe that like what goes in comes out and that's I think Paul makes a reference of that in one of his letters in the bible as well um and when you're filling your mind like day to day with music that is uplifting and glorifying to God like I truly believe that that like transforms your mind and I can like I said I notice a huge difference in my life when like that music was just like completely absent but also like I can acknowledge like times in my life where I was listening to like a lot of rap or music that was like degrading or meaningless or didn't have a good message and how that would kind of dampen my mood or um make me feel like weird or subconsciously just like more intense or on edge you know um, and then I can notice when I'm just like playing worship in the background, like your mind truly is taking that in and it's creating a more positive atmosphere for the space that you're in. Um, and so everybody's journey with that is different. Um, everybody's 
music that they like is different, obviously. Um, but I just kind of want to share with you some of my favorite songs. Um, and I'll also put a link to some of my playlists in the episode description. Um, but it's always so awkward, like, when people ask me, like, what's your favorite band? Or, like, who is your top Spotify artist? And I'm like, uh, Elevation Worship. And they're like, oh. And I'm like, right. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I would say Elevation is one of, like, my favorite um, bands, and so is Maverick City. I've seen both of them in concert, literally fire AF. Um, and my favorite album of Maverick City, let me pull it up, um, is, it's called, like, Volume, I think it's Volume 2, yeah, because that has Communion and Refiner, um, and Take Me Back on it. Um, Elevation, my favorite album is Graves Into Gardens. It's literally so fire. Available, fire. Um, let me pull it up. Authority, fire. Never Lost, Torn Wells, he's back, fire. Um, my Testimony, fire. Um, and I love, like, just kind of different playlists and stuff because there are different types of worship music. Like, if you've ever listened to, like, worship music on the radio and you're like this is bad trust me don't worry there is more um also so many worship songs are like 10 minutes long so I remember when All Too Well came out and everyone was like oh my gosh I can't believe this song is so long it's 10 minutes I was like bae have you listened to Communion by Maverick City it's literally 14 minutes (laughs) and I cried every minute of it um there's this one playlist that I like that's called Worship to Cook Eggs to and it's like the description is you know like not gonna make you start crying but spiritually uplifting kind of like making eggs that's so true man um (laughs) and yeah it's it's really cool to like listen to songs um and remember like times when I had sang them in my own life like I remember um the day after or like two days after I broke up with my boyfriend in high school um I was like supposed to lead worship like that Sunday and we sang this song called yes I will And the lyrics say, um, yes, I will lift you high in the lowest valley. Um, I will sing for joy when my heart is heavy. And obviously those were like hella hard words to sing because I was in in fact a low valley. Um, But I remember my friend Stella came up to me and was like, and I wasn't even like good friends with her at that time. And she was like, that was really powerful to, like, hear you sing that. Because she, like, knew what was going on. Um, And that song, like, just continued to be such a lifeline for me during that season. Um, And then there's this other song. I'm just going to get into a little story here. Um, But there's this other song called Great Are You, Lord. And there's a line in it that says, you restore every heart that is broken. So I was at this camp with Bonham um like the next year after like this initial breakup that I just mentioned and I it was like a really emotional night um the the girls I was with asked if I wanted to go up to the stage and like kneel with them um and just kind of have that posture of worship and I was like sure legends I'll go do that with you and I was just kneeling there and this song started playing that says you restore every heart that is broken And I just really, like, felt the Lord comfort me in saying, like, I had to break your heart for him to restore your heart for me. And 
after just like a year of wrestling and a year of like pain everything just like made sense and I was like oh my gosh like if I wouldn't have gone through that breakup if I wouldn't have had like my heart broken for this person I would have never like fully understood or restored my relationship with God and I just started crying so I was like oh my gosh like it was just such a powerful moment and then the song right after was that song yes I will that I had sang like that day we broke up so it was just like a really full circle moment um and it was really really emotional for me um but the Lord does that so often he does that to me all the time with songs um and maybe that's just because I grew up from a musical background and like that's really meaningful to me and that's really important because maybe you come from a background that was very like liturgical or um you don't really like to sing that much or like your mom was a really bad singer and so like it makes your ears hurt or something I don't know um but that's just kind of what has really helped guide me and my faith so like I said I'm going to link some playlists down in the description but I really encourage you to to integrate listening to some worship music in your life because it really does have an effect and it really does change things. Um, so be sure to check those out and then be sure to keep checking back to this podcast for new episodes. Like I said, I'm going to try to do two a month. It is, in fact, the 28th, so <laughs> there will be two very close together. And then um, next month should be a fun one. Hopefully we'll get some guests on here soon. But thank you guys so much for listening, for listening, and I'll catch you guys on the next one. Bye.